Did you know that on average, only 9% of businesses rate their content strategy as effective? I recently was doing some research on content and discovered that 91% of business owners struggle with content creation. Maybe you struggle too. Maybe you don't know what to say, or maybe you have plenty to say, but you can't find the time to get it written and scheduled. Friends, it's time to get a better strategy, a system that is designed to connect you with your dream clients consistently. And better yet, a system that also can grow with you as it can easily be outsourced when the time is right for your business. If you're ready to slay that content dragon, enroll in my two-week training course that launches on August 2nd. This course is going to go deep into not only learning these time-saving strategies, but also will help you become a better copywriter in the process. And you will walk away with 90 days of content ready to post. Head over to thepassiveincomeexaminer.com forward slash content to register today. Oh, and Pie Tribe, you get a special 20% off by using this code content when you check out. Welcome to the Passive Income Examiner Show, helping you navigate the muddy waters of building successful revenue streams beyond the nine to five. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, mama of four who has a passion for living my best life and helping you do the same. I'm honored you're here and excited to offer you valuable and inspiring content. I believe we can have the freedom we desire and the happiness we deserve. Thanks for joining me. Have I ever told you the story about how my husband and I ended up in Idaho? I don't think I've gone into very much detail about it on the podcast before. I know you probably already know that the majority of my career was in the automotive industry and that I was working ridiculous hours and my job was extremely stressful. Although I thought I was handling the stress pretty well. It seemed I was mostly immune to it, but somehow I had a feeling that my body was being affected by it more than I could see. I remember telling my husband that I thought my job was silently killing me. The truth was, it was. After we ended up moving, I took a year off of doing anything and during that time actually started to experience symptoms of PTSD when I would get triggered by a stress situation, my body would react and that's when I knew with certainty that I had done the right thing, that moving was what I needed to do. Back then, I didn't know exactly how it was manifesting in my body, but I just told him I needed a change of pace. For years, we had already been talking about leaving the city and moving to a rural town. We pictured living in a log cabin in the woods with a mini farm on some acreage. In fact, for our wedding anniversary in 2016, I made us each a custom calendar with beautiful log home images so we could keep our dream top of mind. Within the year, I could not wait any longer. Imagine a giant whirlpool in the ocean. Like the ocean is peaceful and calm most of the time, right? But then there is this huge whirlpool just swirling around, sucking everything in around it. That's what I felt like my life was. I felt like I didn't have any control over it and everything was spinning out of control all the time. I was managing chaos. I needed to get out. 
One day, after a really long discussion, I finally just looked at him and I said, when are we going to stop talking about this and start acting on it? A long silence followed and then we decided to start the process of listing our house and finding a new one. Let me tell you, we were thrilled when this log home was reduced in price. This one I had seen it listed before and then all of a sudden it popped up again on my notifications and it said price reduced. So I took a deeper look into it because now it was a little bit more into our budget. It was large enough for our family and my grandfather who was going to be moving with us. So we needed, it was going to be seven people. We needed a pretty decent sized house. Now looking back, it seemed like eternity to go through the transition from when we made the decision to do this shift in our life, this major overhaul to when it actually happened. And there was utter chaos along the way, right and left. I can tell you just for now, a couple of things I learned during this experience was one, I totally changed my perception about how I thought things worked. I used to be one of those people that thought if it's not meant to be, then it didn't work out. It's not meant to be. So when things would come up or hiccups would happen, I used to say to myself, oh, well then there must be another way. But during this process, I instead chose to be focused and intentional about our goal and our dream, no matter what, no matter what stood in our way. That was the thing that Lee and I had said. We were like, no matter what, we're doing this. And what's different for me is it proved to me that I had the power to make decisions in my life. It was really eye-opening. Um, I'm, t- I'm very happy to discuss it with anybody. If you are in a position where you want to move and you're not sure, feel free to reach out to me and I'm happy to share with you my experience and tips and tricks that we did that helped make it possible. But that's kind of not the point of today's topic I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to share that with you because I know um, a lot of times it's scary to think about moving. So really, once we got our plan together, it took us about two years, even though, like I said, it felt like eternity. This little town, though, that we live in feels like it came out of the 1950s. They hang flower pots on Main Street. Everywhere I go, I see people I know. People are friendly. And when I, what I find so incredibly awesome, like really genuinely awesome, is that the majority of people here value family and faith more than anything. And it's truly been a dream come true. So soon after we moved here, I ended up working at a log home company, which you might have heard me mentioning once or twice. My duties were to manage the office, bookkeeping, and marketing. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some of what I did there and um, how it relates to you, okay? So being a small business, this sounds like a lot more than it is. Like when I say, um, you know, that I was doing the office managing, the bookkeeping, and the marketing, sounds like a lot, but it was a small business, and so it really wasn't that much. But I did find it challenging creating content for their business, So, I mean, really, I knew very little about their company, their product, or their process. And to make matters more interesting, the, okay, this is what's made matters more interesting. In their little town here, a lot of the people who follow, well, not a lot, because they have a ton of followers, but some of the people who follow us, they are friends or family relations, okay, with the owners. And so, 
I made, I, I started doing this thing because I didn't think it mattered. I would post things on Instagram and I started putting random cities in the place fields for the, for IG because I didn't know a, where the projects were actually anyway, because I didn't have a list of, oh, here's the projects that we've done. Here's the pictures that go along with them. And this is where they were and the information about them. I didn't get any of that. Um, I kind of had to learn it as I went and, um, I kind of thought it was okay to just put random places anyway, because we're not in the practice of, you know, publicizing where these projects were because we're not looking to like tell the details on a person's private residence. So I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm, I'm over here posting on Insta thinking everything's good, putting like, oh, Whitefish, Montana for this one. And Laramie, Wyoming for that one and whatever. I didn't think it was a big deal till one day <laughs> one of the owners comes in and he says, hey, what are you doing with Instagram? What I've got people asking me, like making comments. Hey, you guys have been heading all over the place. What's going on? You guys got projects going all over. <laughs> now, mind you, this company does build cabins for people all over the world. That is true. But I never noticed, I never knew people were paying attention to like the location. And it was so embarrassing because uh, the, the owner that was talking to me about this was the one who had managed the social media before. So I'm assuming that maybe he just didn't put a location. I don't know. He never really did tell me how they were wanting it to be done. And that whole time I just thought I was doing the right thing. So that was my first little hiccup with, so, with their content and creating content for them. Um, sometimes then I would also forget to post on social media. I didn't really know what to post. I mean, that was part of my learning curve. But then the other part was I didn't know their time schedules. I didn't know how important it was in relation to my other duties. Um, and so often I would end up getting really busy with my office manager duties. Well, one day that same owner walked in and was like, hey, you know, um, are you going to, he's like trying to be really nice are you going to be posting anything on social media? I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I, sorry, I'm, I'm going to get the hang of it. Like, I'm like a mess, right? A hot mess over here. Please help me. <laughs> and he's like, no worries. Just, you know, when you can, please do. So I, I remember I got sucked right back into learning and getting all these new things going. And a week or so later, he comes back again. Hey, it's really important that we start posting stuff. People, you know, people look for that. And I didn't realize at the time, but they had really invested quite a bit of time, money, and energy into building up their social following. This particular manager spent most of his time, obviously, project management and helping the clients, but he was very intentional about posting things on a consistent basis. And for me, it was like a last resort. I didn't think it was a big deal, so it wasn't on my top of mind, so to speak. Well, after he approached me that second time, I realized he was really counting on me to take on that role so he could focus on taking care of customers. I finally scheduled a few weeks out, maybe even a month. I got, I sat down, I got content scheduled. I'm like, phew, that's off my list. And I'm telling you, it's like I turned around the next day, it felt like, but it really, was, it really wasn't. And there I was, again, scrambling to create more content. Learning so many new things and having a lot of responsibilities was really making time fly. I was going to have to come up with a better system. 
I started by putting a reminder in my Google Calendar to schedule content. Now I gave myself a week's head start. After a few months, I realized I was posting the same things repeatedly because I had forgotten what I'd posted the month or two prior. It really wasn't that big of a deal, but I personally found it annoying and thought, gosh, if I was following them, that would seem kind of obvious. (laughs) So I found a free content calendar on Tailwind that gave me suggestions like International Coffee Day and Dog Lovers Day. But really, what did these have to do with log homes? And quite frankly, who cares that much? Like I wanted content that was relative, that was engaging to the clients or to the followers, I should say. This was when I created a social media posting system, a method to where I was using Canva to create images and then a Google spreadsheet to track my posts and engagements. And then my plan was to repurpose these posts that got the most engagement. But like a year later, so far, this was a simple little strategy, but at least it kept me from posting the same thing over and over like a weirdo. One of the other problems this company was having that related to marketing was that Google was really starting to focus on geo-targeting. So they were only showing this log home company in searches to people who were searching for a log home company in Idaho. But as I mentioned, they build homes for people all over the world. And so rather than spending thousands of dollars on Google ads, We wanted to come up with an idea that could overcome this problem. Well, I gave it a lot of thought, and then I had the idea to start a podcast for them. Ironically, it was about the same time I had the idea for this podcast. So inevitably, I ended up starting both of the podcasts at the same time. So now you know, I I host two podcasts. That's new information you didn't have before. Their podcast is called My Dream Log Cabin. So if you are a log home dreamer, you should check it out. I also go into more detail on my story and how we got up here in the first episode. I remember one day my boss asking me what we would discuss on the podcast. And like a flash, my mind raced with a flood of ideas. I couldn't even write them down fast enough. By that time, I had learned more about the company and I had done quite a bit of writing for them. I even got two articles published in magazines. The problem for us was not coming up with content ideas, but it was producing podcast episodes consistently that became a challenge. One day, a prospective client was in the office and he was raving about the podcast, telling me how much he had enjoyed it and he'd been learning so much. And then he said, hey, I noticed you haven't posted one in a few weeks. When will the next episode be released? I'm telling you, I've probably turned two different colors of red before I admitted. (laughs) Yeah, I need to do a better job at becoming more consistent. Holy cow, I didn't think people noticed. It blew my mind and proved to me that we were doing a good thing by keeping this podcast going. That's when I really buckled down and upped my game. Writing came easily for me, so coming up with the ideas and even writing them out was never really the hard part, but finding time to write my episodes, record them, and edit was hard. Now, using my experience in creating systems and processes from back in my my management days, um, you know, I was starting departments in the automotive industry, and I applied my skills of efficiency, I guess, business efficiency, 
to developing a strategy here at the Log Home Company that got me to be able to produce a podcast a week. I was even turning that podcast into a blog and a YouTube video each week as well, all while keeping up with my normal office duties and that social media content. (laughs) Now, up until recently, I didn't think there was something worth sharing about, like I didn't think this was something worth sharing about how I did this. Like this wasn't something I was going to come on the podcast and talk about. I figured, I mean, who really cared that I created a system that basically made my life easier. (laughs) After hiring a business strategist for my personal business, I was blown away that this was actually a marketable skill. By the way, her name is Nas Echeverria. And I'm going to link her website in the show notes because she's been really amazing. And I'm sure at some point I'll get her on the podcast. Anyway, during our initial consultation, she asked me a little more about what I was doing in my day job. And I shared with her the story about creating content that I just shared with you, basically, like how I had created this strategy. This is what I was producing for them and so on. And so she just stared at me. It felt like a minute, but it probably was only a few seconds. And then she goes... Did you realize that like 80% of my clients tell me they struggle with content creation and here you are telling me it's easy for you? Now, of course, that was news for me. I didn't know most people struggled with that. And the only reason it was easy for me is because of the strategy that I had created and applied. So all this to say that I am now going to teach this strategy to other business owners. So whether you're a solopreneur or you run a business and you have an office manager slash social media marketing person, I can help you cut down the time it's taking you to produce content, crush through writer's blocks, and become a better content writer. So my first training class is coming up on August 2nd. You can find out more at thepassiveincomeexaminer.com forward slash content. And I will link that in the show notes as well. This training is going over strategy. I'll be teaching you the method I developed to stay on top of content creation, as well as the tools I used along the way. Then we will be diving in and doing hands-on content creation workshops for you and your business. And I'll be there helping you through this process, helping you generate ideas and actually craft content. This will be a great way for you to have my eyes on your business and really help you up your copywriting game. I have a promo code for you because you're my pie tribe and I want you to be able to get this 20% off when you type in the word content at checkout. Okay, so that wraps up this little story. I hope that was inspirational and helpful and I really look forward to seeing you in that course. Definitely make sure to sign up for that. I'm going to leave you with this quote today by Jim Rohn. Time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. This course will create more time for you so you can be productive in other ways. All right, friends, until what next week, bye for now.